listening, welcome, because it's my first time podcasting in about mm, four to five months. But if you're new to the show, basically what we do here is we'll take a horror movie every week or so, and we usually talk about it with somebody who's a fan or somebody who hates it, shoot the shit for a little bit. And on days like these, we're actually going to be doing uh, movie reviews since we've got a couple of uh, new horror films out in the theaters right now. So the first one we're going to talk about today is Underwater, which just came out uh, January 10th, starring Kristen Stewart. And who's with me to... Oh, uh, yeah. So today it is Tall Chris, who uh, not really a fan of a lot of these horror movies you take me to, more like uh, Drag Me to Held to. We are uh, engaged. Yes, I You're know. You're legally obligated to come with me. After So the first movie we're talking about today, Underwater. Yes, that's legally uh, okay. But the second movie, The Grudge, not so much. I think the court of law can find me like, oh, yeah, no, you're fine. So, yeah, that's true. And I didn't. I don't think I even introduced myself. No, you did not. Yes, I am your host, Sam Carlson. My nickname in college, the Deep Bore Access Tunnel. Not really. That was That was my 20s still a long time ago uh but yeah i you know overall for a pg-13 movie it wasn't bad no exactly underwater was decent yeah so the summary of this movie is very much like uh any uh i'm gonna say underwater so many times and it's gonna get really annoying but i can only but if i say under the sea i'm gonna be thinking about the little mermaid so just it just doesn't work so we're doing some drilling in the Marianas Trench in this movie, and then shit goes wrong. So under the ocean, not under the sea. In the ocean. Yes. Way at the bottom of the ocean. And uh, so apparently this drill hits something, which is want to happen in these types of movies. And the drilling station gets all fucked up. Then we get our cast of characters together, and they have to try and escape for their lives. It's any sort of aliens underwater movie that you've seen before true but i feel like with this movie um they kind of got to the action and like the survival early on because normally get a time like hey here's your characters here's the personality traits no all we have is kristen stewart brushing her teeth two minutes later oh fuck we're all dying yeah i i kind of appreciate that john wickish pacing yes you know we get to the action right away but then the rest of the movie is doesn't really bring anything to this genre which is unfortunate but i know what you guys are going for exactly they're going for mystery thriller like that's what it's advertised as yeah well yeah you google searched it yesterday and it came up as drama slash mystery yeah, that's what it was yeah and i'm looking at that i'm like i don't think so and then we go to see it they're fucking monsters all over all over this thing exactly this is the greatest reboot of snorks ever <laughs> oh god and I've had the snork song stuck in my head since last night. <laughs> I can't get it. It won't go away. You tried to you tried to repre- replace it with DuckTales, and that worked briefly. It did. And the snorks have, have taken over again. <laughs> and really, all I want is for somebody to take the theme song to the snorks and just lay it over, you know, all the tra- like, lay it over the trailer for Underwater. Yes. It, it, it makes perfect sense. So... I want you to can you can you go on because uh, you mentioned the Alice in Wonderland theme oh, yes, that yes, this yes. movie has for some reason, which I don't think fits the movie at all. No, it doesn't fit it at all. I, I mean, 
that's what I was thinking of. So I was talking about Alice Wonderland and stuff. I remember one, and I remember the, the the first Alice Wonderland reference in the movie that I was going to talk about. So when she's brushing her teeth, uh, it's she has a she's messing with the daddy long leg spider. So yeah, we never find out what happened to that spider. I, I think he's dead, or she's dead. Whoever the spider is dead, crushed <sighs> under a metric ton of water pressure and concrete. Why did they have roaches on that drilling station too? I don't know. They've got a spider. I mean, that spider's eating something. That's my question. Is like, how the hell spider survived down here? And she's like, oh, trying to like help the spider out. And then JK spider's all dead now because the water. Anyway, so um, she, the mirror kind of shakes off, and so she it's like one of those uh, old uh, medicine cabinet kind of mirrors looking like thing. Oh. So she moves it, so it's kind of going through the looking glass. <laughs> yes, I okay, I, yeah, that is true. So then we go through the looking glass to the start the adventure. Uh, so, uh, nobody's named Alice, so there's nothing really, like, in your face about this movie, uh, or Alice references. It's more kind of slightly subtle things. Uh, so you have, through the looking glass, you have, so after the earthquake happens, shit goes down. Um, she, uh, is trying to knock on the doors to wake everybody up. Only, like, one, uh, guy wakes up, uh, runs with her to the, um, center like where the bla- behind the blast doors essentially um and they have to hit the doors on their friends and watch them drown that's fun um <laughs> so they are then trying to crawl to the center uh of the drilling station to find the uh the captain the captain and the escape ton- the escape pods as they're going through they come across uh tj miller uh you I could have remember- left that fucker under the rubble <laughs> jesus christ guys uh, I can't remember what his character's name is. I was going to refer to him as T.G. Miller from now on. So, I think it was Paul, but I don't know. <laughs> uh, no, Paul was the name of his white rabbit. Oh, wow. Okay. So, and also T.J. Miller's character has a giant Cheshire cat tattoo. No, no lie. It looks really bad. Like, it looks like one of those full bot, like a fake tattoo, but just think of it. As big as possible. Like, yes. you can even see kind of the sheen on it that you get with the fake tattoos. Or, like, where, like, the, the sticker kind of crumpled. Yes. And they're trying to put it on him. Yeah, where it's starting to peel at the edges because yeah. it's been on too long. <laughs> and, you know, I mean, this movie was made back in 2017. We're just getting it now. Wow. So I guess this is before we had that much of a T.J. Miller backlash because he's kind of a douche. Yeah. And I just feel like we should have had Jason Manzoukas playing this role. Because Manzoukas can do it better. Yeah. Because uh, T.J. Miller is trying to be the funny guy, but it's also kind of like, okay, he's annoying funny. It's not really good funny. Yeah, he's 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 very frat boy. Yes. It's very, like, frat funny. But like, bro, It's bro dude. It's bro dude, but yeah. like... It's like bro dude, but you're, like, you're bro dude, but you're the bro dude that everybody calls last to hang out. Yeah, he's he's very chaotic neutral bro dude. Um, because he is pretty fucking crazy. Because he's all like this and that. And talk about like save the rabbit. He always has to carry the rabbit with him as a good luck charm. I'm like, how old are you? Ain't working, dude. Also, that rabbit is never wet in this movie. And they're underwater at the bottom of the ocean. No. No. That, that rabbit should be soaking at some point. Wait, as the rabbit keeps being passed around to people who keep surviving. Mm-hmm. Because the rabbit makes it through at the end. Yes, that is true. Yeah, the rabbit survives. Yes. Oh, thank God. Yeah, no. Thank you. Uh, So anyway, so uh, T.G. Miller, 
um, Kristen Stewart, and I don't even know the character's name. Well, we had a couple of other ones. So we had the, the captain played by Vincent Castle. Oh, no, so they come across the captain, is what we're getting to. No, no, no. Yeah, of course. They, but... come, across the, they come across the captain uh, whose arm is injured, uh, who sent people off. He, I, like, uh, I can't remember exactly. It was really loud, that scene. I thought he said he sent people off in the tubes, but maybe not. Maybe the the the, uh, the pods were broken in that area, so they had to go to the other area. So they found the comms room. After that, they find two more characters. You find uh, not T.G. Miller, but he looks a little bit like T.G. Miller. Uh, he looks like uh, not drugged out Amazing Jonathan. Yes, exactly. He, lo- he even has the headband and the hair, but it's just if Amazing Jonathan had never gotten hooked on meth, it would probably be this guy. Yeah. And you brought up a really good point with the Alice in Wonderland theme. They're basically Tweedledee and Tweedledum. Yeah. They look similar. They do look very similar enough. They're like, oh, it could be Tweedledee and Tweedledum between uh, T.J. Miller and uh, Amazing Not Jonathan. Uh, yeah. And then we also have uh, an art. We have to have at least one other woman there. Exactly. For our love interest. Yeah. And I'm not sure what she did. I think she was some sort of doctor on board but she doesn't know how to do the the ocean walk yeah no no because she's very she's not really trained kind of in stuff. it <laughs> which uh, if you're claustrophobic i probably wouldn't take that job at the bottom of the ocean oh no no um so i feel like uh so in the movie they kind of hint that christian stewart's the one who's claustrophobic but they never really delve into that at all they just have her being super nervous all the time I also, there was also a weird part at the beginning of the movie that she's talking about where she was talking about like leaving somebody. Yeah. Uh, and I thought for a second that this was somebody up on land and that she decided to take this job at the bottom of the ocean because she has such serious commitment issues. <laughs> She'd rather be under the pressure of all of that water and at risk of dying like every second of her life than being in a relationship. And that was kind of that was kind of an interesting thought until, you know, we find out later for really no reason that her fiance was part of the crew at one point. And he, they were going to go walk. Yeah, go for a walk or something like that. And he got lost. He got lost <laughs> and I'm and just died. like, well, <laughs> that, you know, that seemed like a very, that would seem like a very, like, pointless plot point. Yeah. I'm not sure why we went with that. Who knows? Uh, probably because we're trying to, like, hey, character development. But no, we didn't bother with that one. So anyway, yeah, they come across the two new people. So uh, it's, I think the Asian woman, uh, who's the other uh, woman? Emily. Emily. That's her name. Um, I think she was, like, um... Not uh, not biotics, but like you know, um, biology kind of stuff. Because she talks about uh, algae and knowing certain things and. Yeah, that's what I was I was guessing as well. Uh, also, she plays Colleen Wing in Luke Cage, Iron Fist, Defenders. Oh, so I okay. thought she seemed familiar. I thought yeah, no, you do. She was familiar, yeah. Yeah, and you know, I wonder maybe because she was so you know she was even more nervous than Kristen Stewart. She was like, like on the verge of crying the entire movie, yeah. and I'm like. Is this supposed to be what's Alice's cat's name? Diana? Maybe. I don't know. I don't remember. Honestly, I thought it was more. I thought we were gonna do a Wizard of Oz theme at yeah. first. That's what it seemed like to me. And then all the Alice in Wonderland imagery started popping up, like the there's the Queen of Hearts card. That's uh, taped behind that's, the chair. Yeah. That Kristen um, Stewart's character sits in. Yeah, and then I think on the back of T.J. Miller's pack it says we're all mad here. Yeah, that's uh, when they're doing their uh, underwater walk. Um, they kind of do a quickly glance at t- back at T.J. Miller's uh, oxygen pack, and it says, we're all mad down here or something like that. Yeah. So, and then uh, the other character that we have who doesn't last very long is 
the black guy, and I didn't get his name. Yeah, that's the guy who I couldn't think of, uh, who ran with Kristen Stewart at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, he's the first to sacrifice himself. So before they go on the walk, uh, they have to find uh, six good helmets. And he finds five and gives himself the, the cracked one. Which, I mean, I didn't, I didn't pick up on that at the very beginning. I just, you know, I was just completely um, stuck on the whole thing because when you see him die, his, his, his helmet cracks immediately. And all of a sudden, it's like, poof! Just, yeah. imp just implodes. Yeah. His head implodes, and it's just like a, a like a helmet full of blood. Yeah, well, it was kind of well, kind of a good jump scare. His body explodes because you see little pieces of him kind of flying around. Mm, true. I mean, I, your head goes. I'm guessing the rest is probably. Gonna well, no, it's also like the the, the the suit itself mass depressurized or mass pressurized. Yeah. I guess. So um, it just basically causes explosions, and that's how everybody dies in this fucking movie: is their body explodes. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I guess so. Yeah. Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm trying to go over each part of it. Yeah. But, like, for real, so I'm on my period as usual. I mean, not, like, well, I, as usual as in I'm I'm on a regular, I have a nice regular menstrual cycle, but for some reason, I always seem to be podcasting while I'm on the rag. And I'm sitting here on this couch. We don't have the stools anymore right now. And it's, like, very comfortable. But it's also not giving me, like, a lot of support. So I'm afraid if I cough or I sneeze too hard, it's going to be, like, the inside of that guy's helmet. It's going to go, poof! And I'm going to make a mess of Jay's couch. Even though it doesn't matter. You're going to sell it anyway, right? Fuck yeah, it. Maybe worth more. Who knows? But, uh... Yes! Exactly! It would totally be worth more that way. <laughs> anyway, as we get distracted from talking about this movie... Uh, which is the better movie to talk about today. Hey, um, it wouldn't be a podcast if it wasn't talking about my period. Yeah, that's true. Um, so the black guy's dead. Black guy's dead, yes, exactly. So we got to go walk and find a place to, to stop got, and get some more oxygen. Yeah, exactly. Well, no, we got to find a walk to try and find a vehicle to try to get uh, to uh, up to the surface. They're going to find the drilling platform that has the vehicles there or the escape pods there, whatever the fuck it is, uh, and then go from there. But they have to, like... To get to the little tunnel stuff, then go slide down the tunnel, then take out of the tunnel and walk by themselves on the seafloor. That's a crazy plan. Well, they're going to die here anyway. Usual movie shit. Whatever. Keep going. So, they get to the, the walk. Black guy's first to die. Oh, shit. Um, and then we get to, like, the first little uh, vehicle to take us down even further down to the floor to get to the skate pods. Uh, and as we're going down, they're like, oh, there's another vehicle there. We better go investigate, which there's I a, think is there, stupid. There's a distress call from it. We should go investigate. Let's send out Tweedledee and Tweedledum to go look at it. Mm-hmm. And uh, so then this is when we first get our look at our monsters. Exactly. It's like, which oh. is fine. Like, finally. Exactly. So, yeah, if you didn't know there's monsters in the movie, there's monsters in this movie. Um, they come to the, the wreckage, and it's all, all this weird kind of stringy algae and blah, blah, blah. It looks kind of weird, and they kind of investigate it. It looks like, like jizz floating in the sea, it dude. Does. It was There was just so much, like, white shit floating in, in the water. I was like, dude. It's, there's a reason the water's salty. Oh. So anyway, um, they're like, T.G. Miller's like, what the hell? This guy's, like, because they can see into the wreckage. Like, this guy's back looks weird. So they look at it, and they get the first jump scare of, like, the little weird worm thing. Yeah, it's text T.J. Miller, and they bring it on board, and... Yeah, they bring T.J. Miller back on board. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so they bring this little worm thing back on board. God damn it, now I can't <laughs> stop thinking of... Never mind. Uh, and they throw it on the table, and they think it's dead. 
because it's an underwater creature and now it's an ox it, now it's in a place where there's air it probably is dead yeah. and we get our i mean the whole thing the whole movie is an homage to alien in some aspect yes and other movies such as like you know the abyss deep star six leviathan but the, but this scene is very evocative of the chestburster scene in alien uh when they're all gathered around it and it doesn't burst out of anybody because it's just lying on the table but we get a jump scare because it moves because of course it's not dead mm-hmm. uh, i think also that established for us that this deep sea creature who survives in immense uh pressure uh can survive in our world because um, it didn't explode when it came to be in the regular room that everybody else was in yeah which i'm sort of like okay I mean, I also don't understand the reproductive cycle of these things either, but we'll get to that part. Yeah, they, they, they seem to be asexual demons. They seem to not need a reproductive cycle. Yeah, they seem to be, once again, asexual demons. But um, anyway. Um, it's a sea monkey. Your monsters are sea monkeys. This one is a baby sea monkey. Mm-hmm. But then later, we get to see, like, fully grown adult sea monkeys. True, and they did look like the amazing live sea monkeys from that old TV show, or old Saturday morning show. They did, dude. If you look at the if you look at the drawing, the illustrations on old sea monkey ads, it's just like that, except more gobliny. I mean, you can just do image search for the old amazing live sea monkeys. Like that, that was an actual show that Howie Mandel was on as the mad scientist who made these things live. I didn't know about this. I yes. must search it out now. That sounds wild. Yeah, it is fucking weird and crazy. Where it's yeah. like, but it's actually live action. So it's live action of these people in these sea monkey suits doing these, like, everyday things. Yeah. So, you know, we get our little jump scare there, and then we have Pounding at the Door, which apparently, you know, one of the bigger sea monkeys is like, give me my baby back, or whatever. Again, reproductive cycle. Not Mm -hmm. make sense. Yeah. Uh, And then they have to go and, like, bail out, and they're walking through stuff again. There's just a lot of walking on the seafloor here. Yeah. And uh, then I think the next person to kind of... I know the next person to, like, really... Was it the next person to bite it? Was that the captain or was that Smith? Oh, no, no, no. Uh, so Smith uh, gets injured. Yeah, he gets injured. So, like, his oxygen tank gets depleted. So he's kind of, like, knocked out because he's uh, falling asleep because he can't breathe properly. Yeah. So they're kind of dragging him around. Uh, but the next per- so the next person to actually die is uh, T.J. Miller. Oh, yeah, that's true. And, yeah, I was pretty happy about that. Yeah, so, like, as they're trying to... Um, they're trying to pull his fat ass through a crevice. Yeah, exactly. But, like, they're using, like, a guiding wire. And the monster's like, oh, this works. And wraps it around T.J. Miller's foot and, like, yanks it so his, his foot comes off. And that causes mass... Um, he gets pulled out of his suit. Exactly. So, but once again, causes mass uh, depressurization. So, poof, it explodes. Yep. Yeah, a lot of exploding. Yes. And then, uh, of course, oh, we're all really sad about T.J. Miller. Thank God somebody was holding on to his little bunny this whole time. Yeah, I think it was... Emily or No, no, Smith. It, was, it was Smith. Yeah. So, uh, and uh, then the next person to die? The captain, because we have another mishap with a guiding wire. Exactly, but the captain was trying to save uh, Kristen Stewart. Um, and also during this whole time, the captain was like, we're trying to save your life, Captain, because you have your daughter. And then later on, we find out, oh, no, his daughter died, like, at... 12 years ago. Yeah, when she was 14, she died. So, so. Anyway, yeah, so Kristen Stewart gets tangled up trying to save the captain um, as he gets caught up in the wires and dragged off by Seaman. Uh, C- I'm not going to call him Sea Monkey. Seaman. Uh, really? Yep. 
Calm C-Man. C-Man. All right. Um, you're talking about C-Man. Um, Kristen, he, um, and then he uh, is like, Kristen's going to let go. She's like, I don't want to let go. I'm going to try and save you. He's like, all right, time to kill myself. Uh, yeah. He depressurizes his suit. Poof. It's so heavily telegraphed from the very beginning of the movie. It's like she has a father, father-daughter relationship with the captain. So you automatically know it's going to be one of these choices where you know, Kristen Stewart has to either kill him or let him die and, you know, then take over as captain, which you basically see her do because she finds another suit uh, at another station, the Shepherd Station, which was supposed to have been gone, and says captain on it. Yeah. So, so yeah. We, yeah, we knew it was coming. Yeah, the Shepherd Station was like, the, like I guess, the first initial station, like the uh, uh, test station, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's probably why they didn't go to it. Because yeah. there was no pods there. But uh, it is also, like, slightly off path. Yeah. So, anyway, uh, he blows up. Kristen Stewart gets blown back uh, down to the ground. Uh, she kind of wakes up, comes across the Shepherd Station, goes into it, um, finds uh, the captain's suit. Yep. Uh, so, she gets an upgrading suit. So, it's, like, a slightly bigger suit, uh, kind of yellow. And that kind of goes off, uh, once again, in Alice in Wonderland, when she goes across the checkerboard, going from pawn to queen, she becomes the leader now. So she actually has more leadership qualities now. It's See, evolved. I was just thinking that was, uh, again, that was reminiscent of Alien, yeah, where, where, yeah, where Ripley has to become uh, the captain, basically, after Dallas bites it. Mm-hmm. And uh, then... Because she's the next senior ranking officer. As she should. She would have made a better captain than Dallas. Dallas oh, yeah. was a shit captain. Well, I mean, Dallas was kind of bought out by the uh, corporation. Wasn't he? Mm, I don't remember that. Are we uh, thinking of Alien or Aliens? I think I'm thinking of Aliens. I think you are. Yeah. But, yeah, her suit is yellow, and I'm just thinking of Ripley and Aliens when she goes to fight the Queen. Yeah. <laughs> so, whatever. So, newly suited uh, Kristen Stewart. She's uh, going and uh, she's just going to walk. She's going to walk, yeah, and she stumbles across Emily and Smith, who somehow have managed to survive, yeah, even though Emily's Smith just... is unconscious. Emily's dragging him, exactly. and she can't fucking ocean sea walk oh, yeah, no, for she's, shit, apparently. She's fucking gone nuts. Like, oh, oh, oh. Sea Chris, madness. Sea madness. <laughs> yeah. Like space madness, but under the water. Yes. So anyway, so yeah, she's going through madness, dragging his uh, fucking dead, like, limp-ass body. Like, let's go, fucking, like, she's uh, like, talking I to herself. I love you, and I'm just. Let's talk to herself, like, all craziness. And then Kristen Stewart's like, wait, no, it's me. Yeah. Let's calm down. Like, oh, hey, yeah, we got leadership again. So they get it. They're making it back. Uh, they make it to the uh, the drill site for the escape pods. They're like, oh, no, we need to walk through uh, the front door of the drill thing. And there are all of these sea monkey legs just hanging from whatever. Because at first I thought it was part of the like a hallway. Yeah. And you just see sea monkey legs hanging down there because they're sleeping. They're chilling. Yeah. You know, I guess they, they, it was like very, very bat like, except, you know, they were not head down. Almost sloth like, actually. Kind of like laying over the tree limb kind of stuff. Yeah. It was kind of, you know, it was interesting because it kind of reminded me of like looking through seaweed. Yes. Uh, but so then they have to do this. And <laughs> Emily's suit <laughs> fucking sucks because it starts going, like, it starts blaring that it that her oxygen is low exactly like critical like, low. why is it so loud it, it was so loud it was like an old nintendo game that you know you're low on health yeah and so those sea monkeys they wake right the fuck up it's like oh hey it's feeding time snacks yeah and so one of them 
unhinged. I don't think it has a hinge in its jaw. No, it's no, just, it's kind of like it's kind of like it's just like snakes. It's, yeah, yeah it's it kind of like swallows a, Kristen Stewart up. Yeah, and she's like, I got a flare gun, and like shoots it and kills him. So she kind of tumbles and then out, busts out of it, which was cool. He's like, like, ha ha, I could take on you, and then like, but. The, the, the sea fucking monkey man people kind of like lift up. It's like, oh, well, why are they why all, are they all lifting up? And they're, and then then that's when you see it. It that is. The, it, this was not a hallway. Because I was thinking, you know, maybe Emily got Smith inside and she, you know, pressed a button that made this, you know, the ceiling of this hallway like lift up or whatever. It lifts up and it's like the hand of Cthulhu. And I'm not fucking making this up. Oh, no, it is it's straight just, up Cthulhu. Like if we added more teeth to Cthulhu. Yeah. Like, it had tentacles too. Oh yeah, it, it had tentacles in its beard. It was just like. Beard, it was just madness. And, but yeah, uh, these sea monkeys were just hanging off of his hand. And this thing is massive. It's like, what, five stories tall? Like, it is huge. I saw that on the screen. I'm like, fuck that. And the Christmas Stewart's like, sh- shoots one flare at it. Like, like, uh, like just It's like, oh, that's cute. But seriously, this thing. This is probably the reason you guys should go watch Underwater. Yeah. Because the story's not fantastic and it doesn't add anything to the genre. But this monster surprised the shit out of me. I didn't think we were doing anything quite this spectacular. Oh, yeah. No, like the creature designs are great. Yeah. But, yeah, these sea monkeys, they can just pop out of Cthulhu's pores at will. It just, he just. Shoots them off. Which again, why do we have a baby sea monkey? If you can just, if you just have fully formed sea monkeys coming out of all of your orifices, dude, that would be cool. I'm just thinking, you know, it's like when it kind of reminds me of like male seahorses giving birth, and oh, they're yeah. just like shooting tiny little, tiny little uh, baby seahorses out of Maybe their. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe like the the little um, the larva kind of tunnel into something, live on it, kind of get to the next stage, go back into. The mother kind of get absorbed into the mother or the father, whatever it is, and then kind of spring free of it. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. It was cool. Yeah. And I was like, nah. It was definitely a, you know, one of those nope train to fuck that vills. <laughs> yes. Uh-uh. So now it's just, we're just like, well, what the fuck? How it's, the fuck are we going to deal with that? Exactly. Only Christian Stewart sees it because the uh, Smith. And- they see it later and they're just like staring out the window looking at it like, Huh. <laughs> well, we're fucked. Yeah. So let's take these. Like, so they find escape pods. They put Smith in the first one, send him off with a rabbit. Um, and then the, um, it's between um, Emily, Emily and, and Kristen Stewart's and Kristen Stewart. character, Nora. And Emily's like, this is the third one, right? Kristen Stewart's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here, get in the pod. Get in the pod. Get in the pod. He's like, you're lying to me. No, I'm not. Punch. Oh yeah, man! She straight up punches her and like face. pushes her in that pod. It was it was pretty cool. But since Kristen Stewart's kind of a tiny, frail person, it, it wasn't a strong punch, so it wasn't like bleeding. It nose was or against anything. the bridge of the nose, which is enough to be like, oh god, but, I like, can't see. But it didn't really cause any kind of damage to her. Alice is like more just kind of like, oh, no, Alice. I keep wanting to call her Alice, but uh, Emily. Yeah. It's more just kind of like, oh, why'd you punch me? I know, right, <laughs> dude. Fine, I'll get in the pod. Jeez, kill yourself. Yeah, and uh, yeah, no. Uh, Nora doesn't take the third pod. No, nope, I'm sorry. Chris- we. I'm sorry. I didn't even mention that. That's the name of Kristen Stewart's character. I'm talking about all these other people. Oh, I thought we mentioned it. Maybe. Who I knows? don't. Yeah. Well, anyway, so Nora doesn't take the third pod because it's defective. Yeah, it's and broken. then she's watching the two pods go up, uh, and 
all, all these little all the sea monkeys follow them yeah exactly and like, she's oh, yeah she's like some, somebody's got to survive exactly gotta go down with the ship because i'm the captain now yeah so she she blows up the core exactly because that's kind of the only way that th- this is the only way the movie can end mm-hmm. when you have which you know when you are gonna pull out a big monster like cthulhu yes you can't end the movie any other way so that's what happens yeah so she watches nuked them. cthulhu yeah, nuked and cthulhu, nuked yeah, all the of, sea monkeys exactly all at once because they kind of happen to fall in the blast radius of mm-hmm. the fucking core yeah so yeah and so we have our two survivors then we see little uh, news clippings. About how it all got covered up. Big surprise. Exactly. I'm pretty sure they, that they shot, like, Smith and Emily in the back of the head anyway. Like, government did. And just they are, and then the company, the Chinese company, resumes drilling anyway. Which, yeah. sure, that makes sense. Yeah, because they're like, I'm going to keep going. Because they're like, we're going to continue on in oh, their yeah. memory. Blah, yeah, blah. because it was, like, a big thing. Because, you know, in this movie, there's, you know, it's Emily and Smith love each other, which... They like they actually fall in love over the, like they they I guess admit their feelings to each other. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, I don't it, know it, how it, that it's happens. It's not so much trauma bonding, more of like oh shit, we could we have to probably admit our feelings for each other kind of stuff. I feel like most of that was trauma bonding. A little bit that makes it easier to say, but it was also they kind of had feelings for each other before. They kind of they kind of between the, the character talk between other characters between them was kind of letting them know. Yeah. Well, so I mean, I I like the movie. I would say it's a B plus. Mm-hmm. It's just the story is weak. Acting is fine. Yeah. I wanted a little bit more out of Kristen Stewart acting wise because I, I liked her being like a stoic hard ass at the beginning. And then she kind of crumples really quickly and it seemed a little incongruous uh, or incongruent. I'm not sure which one. Yeah. The same. It's I know whatever. So I kind of want a little bit more like hard edge from her, but I'm not going to complain about it too much because, you know, hey, I like Kristen Stewart. Oh, exactly. And this is definitely B plus overall, but for January, A plus. Yeah. And <laughs> Compared to the rest of January's offerings. Yeah. It's depressing though, because it's an $80 million budget and this is opening weekend. It's made $7 million because it's not really being promoted enough. Uh, I mean, people are talking about it like, you know, horror Twitter is all over its dick. Yeah. So, which, rightly so, I mean, the monsters are incredible. Like, it's worth seeing it just for the reveal. You know, but yeah, it doesn't really add anything. No. So. Uh, oh, speaking of Alice, uh, going back to Alice in my head, uh, I feel like this was the Jabberwocky. Yeah, I should have looked that up, but yeah. Yeah, so like in the old uh, live-action Disney uh, in the 70s or 80s, the live-action Through the Looking Glass sequel to Alice in Wonderland, they actually had a Jabberwocky go through that, and it looked kind of like that a little bit okay. as well. But more, like, kind of combined with Cthulhu-esque stuff. Yeah, it's been so long since it has been. I've read any of the old Alice in Wonderland stuff, so mm-hmm. I'm not going to try and pull it out and sound like I know what I'm talking about. That's right. With her vorpal blades went snicker-snack. I'm sorry, what? That was in the poem oh. about killing Jabberwocky. Oh. All right, very cool. We'll have to I'll have to find that poem, put it up on the Facebook page. Yeah. So, overall, I would give this. Hmm. I mean, yeah, it's a B plus movie. I'm not gonna say how many sea monkeys out of Cthulhu I'd give it, because there are a lot of sea monkeys in Cthulhu. Yes. Oh, what about you? 
Oh, what about me? Indeed. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, that that was a weird segue. It definitely was a weird segue. I was thinking about something else, and I remembered I didn't ask for your rating. Yeah, that's fine. Um, I don't know. I don't have any kind of silly, fancy rating for it. I would put it as a B plus. Um, I wouldn't do it as a C minus or C major, but no, it was better than Ooh, that. Ooh, wow. Uh, as I'm saying, it's better than that, uh, thankfully. Uh, go see it. Uh, go see Not Amazing Jonathan and... Uh, TJ Deadmiller? I don't know. Yeah, and uh, probably the scariest part of this movie, if you stay for the end credits, at the very end, there's a credit for Avril Lavigne performing the SpongeBob SquarePants theme, which I don't remember in this fucking movie whatsoever. Apparently what's there. I, don't I guess know. It, yeah, I got I guess that was a while ago that she recorded that. It's on YouTube. The sound actually makes me want to slip my wrists. Like I've you know how that there's that one the, that one the brown note that can make you shit yourself. This one can make you slit your wrists. I promise. <sighs> it was bad. Who lives in a station under the sea? Christian Stewart. You just call her Christian. Uh, to make it rhyme or make it uh, fit the diameter, whatever. All uh, right. Anyway, done. All right. Yep. And uh, if you guys want to follow us, uh, we are of course still on Facebook. Twitter, Have Instagram, you just gotta search for Sheebie-Jeebies. We're all over the place. And we're also on all the podcatchers. Every single podcatcher you could want. Just Google Sheebie-Jeebies, the podcast will pop up. But until next time, uh, just go see this movie, throw some money at it, and help it break even anything. Okay. <laughs>